your business stuck? Tired of leaving money on the table? Are you ready to take it to the next level? Join us as we dive deep into the small business secrets successful entrepreneurs are implementing to see massive results. This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. What's going on, small business nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks Podcast. I'm joined always by my friend, longtime friend, John Fritching, co-host of the show. What's going on, John? Longtime friend. We we just had a memory on Facebook that was 13 years ago. We took that trip to that Buck and Bull Clinic so, up yeah, in Amarillo. So, you know, remember for that? our listeners out there, me and John, <laughs> long time ago in our lives, 13 plus years ago, long. we played guitar for our church. Mm-hmm. And a cowboy church asked us to come out to a bull riding clinic and do worship for their bull riding yeah. clinic. And it was like both of our time to ever see snow. Like we are Texas boys. <laughs> yeah, the first time. Yeah. We, don't get, we don't get snow down here in Houston. <laughs> and we drove up to Amarillo and it was snowing and we thought we could like do snowballs and stuff, but it wasn't, it wasn't that much snow. But... <laughs> It was, like, it, it was like an inch of snow. They were looking at us like, was, what are y'all freaking out about? It was this isn't even snow. <laughs> All right. We kick off every episode yeah. with an icebreaker. So I'm going to throw one at you. Let's, let's kick it. Ice, icebreaker. If you were stranded on a deserted island with food and water, so you're covered there, all right? But you could only bring three things all right, with you. All right. What would they be and why? Amy, I'm going to let you start this thing Ooh. off. Things are people. Is it just me? I don't know if we should say that people are <laughs> okay, things. Okay, okay. So have, I'm stranded you can have one person and, and two um, all right. So I'm going to bring my husband, who is my absolute partner in everything, start to finish, uh, my laptop, and um, my library. Ooh. That's a lot of things, but one thing. I can't have no books. Oh. Right. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. You but can't have no books, right? That's, no, I like it. That's I actually really it. good. You know, I I thought deserted island, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't go to work mode. I went to like vacation mode in oh, my yeah? head. I'm like, all right, what do I need to do yeah, to survive? I think that for me, it would be something for fi- like to create Crap. a fire like more <laughs> sustainably. I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to whittle sticks or like oh. do any of that. Like that's not for me. Oh. Um, probably God. some type. Of I need new. Cl- I need new answers. Because <laughs> I ain't trying to get, I'm trying to get hit by the That's very- <laughs> <laughs> And then um, I was going to say like pots and pans or something like that if food's covered, but yeah, I think you could make, like you could kind of MacGyver with like a rock, some type yeah. of pan. Yeah. I watch these like YouTubers where they like cook on rocks. We watch Survivor. Yeah, exactly. We can cook on a rock. Starting the fire is the problem. Yeah. Um, and then I'm getting old and I don't think I'd want to lay on the oh. ground. So I'd say some type of <laughs> cot or inflatable mattress you know something that's yeah. my yeah. Three final final, like final so choices. i went with you i wanted something to lay on so i want a oh, hammock yeah Ooh, nice because we're on a des- desert deserted island you know tropical mm-hmm. sleep under a hammock that's right uh, nice. or not under a hammock sleep on a hammock under and then under yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah. Well, i guess you hey, could if it's raining yeah. dual like purpose that. see see i'm Make thinking ahead <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah i'm gonna have to have a guitar or i'd go mm-hmm. crazy I would need some form of entertainment. And then I think I want a phone to call somebody when I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Fair. I love that. Fair enough. Yeah. 
I mean, we could be, I'd be out there like uh, with Wilson, you know, I'm just waiting for a friend to come along and I'll be, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a great icebreaker, man. I'm excited about today's guest we have. Amy Singleton is an entrepreneur based in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Originally a registered nurse, Amy's own health forced her out of a career she loved and looking for purpose in all the wrong places. She wound up alone, desperately suicidal. Amy now dedicates her life to helping others see hope and purpose beyond their own failures. Too many people struggle to navigate their careers and families without sacrificing professional or personal achievements. And she uses stories, humor, and practical insights to inspire women to carve their own path for success after failure. Amy, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, I'm 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 actually really excited because I get, you know, I a couple days before a podcast, I pull out the bios and start reading about the person and learning kind of their stories. Mm-hmm. And Obviously, you have kind of an, an incredible never quit story and that journey and kind of what got you to where you're at today. But you're also a successful entrepreneur. Uh, you're you own an agency. Mm-hmm. You're doing a lot of great stuff. So I'm really excited about this conversation. So why don't you just take a second Thank to just you. quickly introduce yourself in your own words to okay. our audience? Well, I'm Amy Singleton. And like Andrew said, uh, I am, am still actually a registered nurse. I've kept that licensure up for whatever reason. Uh, nice. But yeah, I started off a career uh, in registered nursing. Um, <laughs> my health took that away from me. Um, I was diagnosed with a host of autoimmune disorders. Um, and, and then I had cancer and lots and lots of, of health struggles. I went through a very tumultuous divorce from my high school sweetheart who had turned out to be gay after 20 years together and two kids. So uh, faced a little bit of strife there, so to speak. A little shocker, a little shocker. A little shocker. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I got into really, really negative headspace, completely disconnected myself from everybody and everything. Got Mm -hmm. really depressed, really suicidal. And then um, and then I started to to seek purpose again. I met my new husband who showed me that I was still valuable. Um, and we were looking for a way to bring him home from the oil field um, where it kept him really far away from our home. And he has been an old, a serial entrepreneur his whole life, owned many businesses, especially in the home services uh, space. So we were trying to find a way to um, to serve our community right here and and, and solve a problem. Obviously, it's the only kind of successful business solves a yeah. problem. And he was like, you know, I've paid a lot of money to people like Angie's List, Home Advisor, GoDaddy, Wix, all these people promising the world and delivering nothing. So we were like, okay, that's where we can serve. And so we dug in and started learning about an entirely new industry and haven't looked back ever since. Um, our lives have exponentially improved um, because of the entrepreneurial uh, journey, so to speak, um, it's opened up yeah. a lot of um, doors mm-hmm. and windows to in not only into business and in, in our own community, but into my own life and my soul and how I live my life with purpose. So, yeah, that's awesome. I <clears throat> I want to take a step back because I think that a lot of times people find themselves in situations maybe similar to what you are experiencing through your divorce and the autoimmune disease and just like, it seems like kind of the world was kind yeah, of caving yeah. in. Right. And it's like, where, like, where do you go from yeah. there? I think is, you know, a lot of times people avoid this topic. They don't want to discuss this. They don't want to get into the weeds on that because it just seems like mm-hmm. a little too heavy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can take it as far as you'd like Amy, but like, I do think it's important for people to know that like, there's an opportunity to pivot, right? There's an opportunity mm-hmm. to move beyond that thing in your life. So I'll right. just talk to us a little bit about that transition. How did you go from kind of some of the darkest days of your life to like where you're at now mm-hmm. sitting in front of us. I get asked this question so much and I, I so wish that I could just say, here's the answer, but it's going to be different yeah. <laughs> for everybody. And it's such a meandering path. <laughs> but for me, 
I think we hear these things like yeah. uh, we hear these sayings like just keep going, just do it, never give up. And and you don't appreciate that until it's your only choice. So really the voice of I had, <laughs> like I said, I had separated myself yeah. from everybody and everything. I lived in my house. I never went outside. I mean, I, I there were days I didn't shower for, for days on end. There were days I didn't feed myself for days on end. There were days I sat there with a, a bottle of pills poured into my hand ready to go. And the voice of my grandmother, who's 80 years old now and still living, um, was just echoing in my mind, just keep going, just keep going. And so for me, the first Mm -hmm. step was literally something as small as getting up off the couch and going to check the mail. Some days that may have been all I did, but I went outside for two minutes and I walked back in. And then the next day I would get up and maybe make a piece of toast, feed myself that day. I mean, and it sounds so elementary and so simple, but when you are in that mm-hmm. depth, that true, true depth, where you are not even caring for yourself, you truly think your kids are better off without you, that they would do better yeah. without your negativity in their life, it takes the tiniest step forward. Um, and then beyond that step, I just started taking a little bit bigger steps. And then it was about reconnecting with people again, because we are communal Humans are communal. We have to have other people. As much as we'd love to go to that desert island with our laptop and our books and maybe our spouse, um, we are communal and we have to have people. And I didn't um, see the value in that until I started reconnecting with people that that saw me in a different way, that maybe didn't know me and know my bullshit from before. Sorry if I can't say that. Uh, But uh, yeah, so those tiny, tiny, tiny steps of living again, just being that human, feeding yourself, taking some steps, getting some sunshine it takes tiny, tiny baby steps. And eventually before you know it, you're taking another step and a bigger step and then you're running and then there's some snow looking back. It's like stopping mm-hmm. pedaling a bike. When you yeah. stop pedaling a bike, you fall over. If you keep going, something eventually happens. You eventually right. get somewhere. Yeah. So it's going to be different for everybody. Right. It may Absolutely. be checking the mail. It may be making yourself yeah. a meal. It may be taking a bath. It may be connecting with someone new or someone old, but taking that first step and just keep going. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you think that the career transition you had during that time helped with your healing and like just some of the things that you were going through? I mean, going from being a nurse, I'm sure that although that's like a noble job, I was actually, I was an EMT and a firefighter for several years. And you see, there's like a lot of trauma and it's like, you see a lot that with that. And it's like, if you're already kind of carrying your own Mm -hmm. baggage or your own burdens, whatever, and then you also are trying yeah. to carry the weight of people around you. Like that can become heavy sometimes. So like, what was that um, like? Well, for me, like my nursing career was so, it was just so focused on giving back and serving. And when I lost that, my, well, really my entire identity was wrapped up in my ex-husband, who was my best friend, and being a nurse and being a mom. I never knew who Amy was. I didn't really even know what my goals were. I just knew I needed, I had this, this heart to serve. And so when I lost that ability to serve, you know, it just spiraled down. And so finding that purpose again, being able to serve again in a very different way. Um, But because of my background in medicine, I love to work with physicians and clinics and spas because I speak their language. And so, you know, it's made for a really unique way to still be able to help that end user, that patient, but just in a little bit different way by helping someone grow their business to serve that end client. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I've thought about you know, wanting to go back. I mean, during COVID, they were on the horn calling from New York City. Hey, $1,200 a day. Come nurse. I was like, you can That's keep right, it. Yeah. I'm happy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it was is finding that purpose that in it. 
it was very interesting to me that I can still serve that same purpose of service in a completely different industry. It's really all about that infinite purpose and not this finite project that I'm working on. Yeah, absolutely. So what mm-hmm. what gets you fired up about entrepreneurship? Because especially the path you took, because I've been an agency owner for yeah. 10, 11 years, something like that. And it is not necessarily the easiest tr- career path transition. Like you picked a very oversaturated <laughs> market to try to yeah. like yeah. kill it in, which you're doing, a, you're doing, a, obviously you're doing an amazing job. Yeah. But like what, like what got you to this industry and like what excites you every day when it comes to like being your own boss? Well, about being my own boss really is just, you know, it's the freedom. I mean, digital marketing can happen from anywhere. So if I'm with my team in Nicaragua or I'm here in Oklahoma or, you know, anywhere across the globe, (laughs) I can still do my work, one. Um, But what really gets me excited is, um, well, for my clients, I get excited about helping them grow their dreams, obviously. But for me, I love the fact that when I was a nurse, if I needed, if I wanted to buy something or I needed more money, I had to work overtime or I had to try to find another job that's going to give me a bonus or whatever. Now I go, mm-hmm. oh, I want this thing. Let me get one more client this week. You know, I, I there's no limitation yeah. to my growth in this in this industry like there was in nursing. Like I was going to make thirty five dollars an mm-hmm. hour forever as a nurse, or maybe I would get overtime or have the opportunity to maybe upgrade a little bit, but. The opportunity that is so endless with entrepreneurship is is what really gets me excited because I just feel so limitless. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I I sometimes like toy with the idea of like, should I hire a CEO to run my agency and like go get a regular job just to like try something <laughs> new? And it's like just just because like, but then like I think back and I'm like the freedom. Yeah, like that's it. Like it's so like the trade off there. Like yeah. if I want to go to the gym when I'm done mm-hmm. with this podcast at eleven o'clock in the morning, yeah. like right. I can do can. that, right? Like my success is all based on the amount of time that I'm willing to put yes. into my business, and that for me that's very exciting. Now, do I think it's the, you know not for the mm-hmm. faint of heart? Like I don't think everyone has the skill set yeah. or the you know work ethic mm-hmm. to do it, but I certainly feel like the people listening to this show most likely. Our, our business owners that understand the mm-hmm. kind of grit and determination that it takes to be a yeah. business owner. And yeah. I think that that's, I don't know, I think that's a kind of a fun, for me, like when the bank account's kind of running low, I like have a fire right. under yeah. my ass. Like I work like nobody's business, probably because in school, like I was like the ultimate procrastinator. <laughs> yes. Like in the final hour, like I'm I need a deadline. It. They just you like, give me a oh, deadline. I'm gonna do the like, thing. Oh yeah. If it's an open ended, yeah, like right. yeah, no, now I'm gonna sit on my yeah. haunches and <laughs> yeah. write the paper the night before every single time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yep. So one, so obviously the freedom is a nice thing about entrepreneurship, but there's like this other side of entrepreneurship and being a business owner that's like not necessarily cool, which is like this work life balance thing. So no such thing. <laughs> Is that even a, is that not a thing? to me? Like, so the that- difference for me with that is like there, there's no if you're seeking this perfect 60 40 split, 70 30 split, something like that, it's not gonna happen, man. Like when you dive into yeah. entrepreneurship, it's just a whole life that you end up kind of yin and yanging yeah. together, I guess. So maybe there's some kind of balance there, but. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just all a part of my life now. So whether, whether I'm, you know, like taking that nap or going to the gym at 11 AM, or I'm working on a client, you know, pitch at 11 PM, Mm -hmm. it's just all a part of my life. And I enjoy it all so much that 
you know, I, I don't, I don't feel like I get burned out because there's always something new to do. I always have that option to do it when I want to do it. I don't have to go in at nine and leave at five and be on call mm-hmm. for this amount of time. Or there's just so there's no restraint. Yeah. So we get to choose. You know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs just get stuck in the fact like I need to go to my office from nine to five and get all this work done. And then I have to cook dinner and then I have to be there with my kids and then I'm going to watch TV and then I'm going to go to the gym. And it's just it can't be like that because it's always something different happening. Yeah, it's a little too too rigid. rigid. Yeah. 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 That's the one thing that's like that's the part that scares me about like if I were to ever go back and get like a real job. Real job. Real job. Not for me. Right. Real job. Um, it's just yeah. like that rigidity. Like I love the freedom of just being able to like do things when I want to do things. Like if me and the guys in the office today decided we wanted to go mm-hmm. camping or wanted to go fishing, like, cool, like let's do it. Like, like let's, let's take the time to do the things that bring us joy. Cause if we're happy, if we're, if we're, if our mindset is right, I feel like we're more productive. We're more creative. Yes. Like it just puts us in a position to 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 be more empowered to be successful yes. for our clients. You can put the right? frontal lobe like so, thinking behind and just let that creative take over. You know, sometimes right. it takes taking that fishing trip yeah. to come up with the best idea you've ever had. Right. That's when it comes to uh-huh. me. It's Absolutely. never during nine to five sitting in yep. front of this laptop when my best mm-hmm. ideas come. It's never that. It's sitting in the bathtub reading. Yeah. It's sitting on the <laughs> back porch in front of the fire. It's something where I'm not thinking, not trying to solve a problem when those creative mm-hmm. moments happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So right. I feel like there's a lot of business owners out there that might find themselves in like a rut occasionally where they're just like, although there's all these mm-hmm. things that we're talking about, which are really exciting about entrepreneurship, there's like all the like some level of weight that comes with being an entrepreneur as well that I think can like really start to stack up and you start to question like, should I be doing this? Like, Am I cut out to be an entrepreneur? Like, should I have ever started a business in the first place? Like, mm-hmm. what are what are some resources <laughs> or what are some things that people can do to to help their mental health, to to help with, you know, kind of getting out of that? Right? What kind of mm-hmm. advice do you have around that? Um, for me, it's been um, working with a working with a mindset coach. Really, um, you know, regular, consistent work. Um, on my part with my mindset and, and always keeping at the front of my, you know, my North star is that purpose. Like, so I might have, you know, being, being a nurse is this Mm -hmm. finite project. I'm not going to be a nurse forever. I'm a mom, but man, my kids are, some of them are adults and my youngest is 14. They're not going to need me in that role forever. Being a mother is a finite project. Yeah. Owning this agency is a finite project. I probably won't go to my grave being this agency owner, but I know that as long as I have this purpose in front of me, that I'm bringing hope and purpose to people who have failed or who have been failed by others, then it's all just, it's just all just working toward that one purpose. Mm -hmm. And so just keeping really clear at the forefront of my goals, my purpose, and not getting so wrapped up in all these finite projects that may or may not fail is what keeps me motivated, really. Um, to do more because I know that that purpose can be served. My my mindset coach jokes because I'm like, you know, I could end up in prison very easily. I could end up in prison, <laughs> but I can still serve that purpose behind those bars if I had to. So, yeah, just yeah. keeping that purpose in my mind wow. and working with him regularly. Yeah, I think really. that's okay. So I, I'm gonna like you know mm-hmm. a- ask the question just because like I've thought I've considered hiring a mindset coach before, but I think just like any time you reach out to a coach or a therapist or a counselor, like there's like some level of like, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but basically like just like fear of that unknown. And also just like 
is this just bullshit? Yeah. Like, is this just like fluffy? Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, like yeah. I'm helping you. It's yeah. like, are you really? Or are you just asking me questions right. that I could ask myself? So I'm like really, yeah. in that, what have what have what are some things that you have found by working with a mindset coach that have really helped you kind of in your business? Um, well, one is like you're you're absolutely right. Like, really, <clears throat> what my mindset coach gives me is the tool. It's up to me to implement that tool on a regular basis. But for me, yeah. it's like having that accountability mm-hmm. person to meet with every single week that's asking me questions, that's encouraging me to go and do that thing he's taught me. Um, you know, it, it can be considered fluffy by some, but for me, it's sure. it's absolutely made a huge difference in, in my day-to-day. Um, I've learned things like uh, breathing techniques. I've learned things like um, um, I'm increasing my CO2 tolerance. I'm doing exercises that like free divers do in order to physiologically hack my body and my brain. Yeah. And it is, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I agree. There's a co- coaches in our industry are surrounding and swarming us constantly. And like, I'm going to coach you on this. I'm going to coach Always. you. Like, Jesus, is there That's really right. a coach for yeah. everything in the world? And like, are you really? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Sure. You will. I'll coach if, you yeah. to you your next million it, dollars. You'd be doing it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. There's, I guarantee you there's already an AI coach <laughs> out there willing to sell me their 10 video course on how to use Jasper. <laughs> I don't know. But, but, you know, I think finding the right fit for you in a coach and then just following through with what they teach you on a very consistent basis, uh, anything will work. Anything will work if it works for you and you do it consistently. Mic (laughs) drop right there. I'm going to, I'm going to transition the conversation a little bit because we're talking a lot about mindset and I think that that's really important. Okay. But let's talk about, let's talk about something we're both passionate about, which is marketing, right? Marketing, branding, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. First, I got to ask, like, why, why marketing? Like, why did you choose to go this way? Was it just like, obviously, a purpose was a big part of it. But was there kind of like, what was your introduction to kind of this industry and why you wanted to initially get started? With well, this? going back to um, my husband's previous careers, he's owned two painting companies, a general contracting company. And, and when we were looking, I mean, we were really open to a business. We were like, He's had some business experience. I have experience with corporate America, with, you know, hospital systems and this kind of thing. So we thought we had a pretty good handle on um, being able to do something, but we weren't sure. Um, We looked at maybe opening a restaurant. Oklahoma had just legalized marijuana, maybe medical marijuana dispensary. We looked at everything. And when we started really digging into what is a local problem, the local problem here is all the contractors are using Angie's List and HomeAdvisor, and they have these god-awful websites and they're being told all these lies and they have the most of the marketing companies in in our area anyway are very tiny agencies with a talking head and a white label fulfillment in india that's what people were getting here that's what we were getting for our old painting company too we were like it it became clear once we started digging into digital marketing what white labeling meant and holy cow like we're what people are doing what they're just selling me this thing and not (laughs) even doing the thing So that's where it really started was going, this is a problem. People are getting taken advantage of. And so that's really where it started. And um, in all transparency, our very initial concept was a rank and rent model. It was building websites, finding low-hanging fruit, building a website that would generate leads, and then finding a contractor that needed those leads but couldn't afford the website or the the PPC and connecting them together. But... I have this ethical standard Mm -hmm. that it was never truly aligned with that model. 
Um, and the people who needed yeah. those leads didn't understand buying leads. And the people who could use the leads had their own assets. So it just, it wasn't a good balance. Right. So yeah. the, we started transitioning more into the traditional website, SEO, PPC model, and then found pretty quickly, like, no, this is where we belong. We want to help people grow their own business. We want to help people um, really develop a full um, mm -hmm. a full plan to scale. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So yeah, talk to us a little bit about like what, what does Height Digital offer to business owners? Uh, so we have basically three three departments, so to speak. We have a creative department where we do logos and branding, um, all the, the creatives, website development, uh, cool. graphic design, um, things like that. We just recently became the largest uh, story brand certified agency in the uh, United States with Donald Miller's group. So very nice. excited about Congrats. that. So yeah. story brand is a huge part of yes. our business, um, telling the right story to the end client. Um, and then our fulfillment, which our bread and butter mm -hmm. is SEO and PPC. Uh, we also run social media ads, uh, but that's what keeps the business going, right? Keeps the gets the leads actually coming in. And then we have a swag department that we just added this last year because all of our clients need swag. A lot of us were already doing it on the side, Everybody. so we yep. conglomerated mm -hmm. it together. Um, and so we yep. offer, you know, a full suite nice. of digital marketing. Nice. That's really awesome. That's really cool. Yes, yeah, so that obviously nice. that like that aligns a lot with what our agency mm -hmm. offers. You know, kind of full full branding and creative. Mm -hmm. And we also follow the story brand framework, which is really cool because what's great about the story brand framework is really it kind of tells the story of the, the customer and like the problem that yeah. they're facing, right? Like that entire like hero's journey, the hero's yeah. story, mm -hmm. right? So like, I really, I really love that you guys are doing that because I feel like for the people listening to this podcast, if you're looking for an agency, like that's certainly like a little attribute you should definitely yes. look out for because it's like they're really deep diving into the, the mm -hmm. personas and the, the the pain points that your customers have right. beyond just like, oh, we're going to build you a website. Yeah. Good luck. You know, hope, you can build a beautiful website, out. but and if it doesn't say the right yeah. thing, like yeah. who cares? We see right. 6,000 ads a day. Like, who cares? If it yeah. doesn't speak to a problem I'm or, currently right. having, I'm ignoring you. That's and I don't give right. a yeah, shit we, I mean, that, that your yeah. grandpa started mm -hmm. your plumbing company in 1942 with two pieces of string and a rubber band. I don't care. Can you fix nope. the leak? It just doesn't matter. That's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Bottom line. Bottom line. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because those pipes yeah. from 1940 so aren't in that house people, anymore. People, people <laughs> it's get been these redone. Too. Like if, if you let it, if you let it kind of leave it all up to the client's devices, like they want to oh, tell yeah. those stories. Like they, it's so important to them. And I yeah. understand like there's some level sure. of pride in the history There's of a place business. for that. But at the same time, it's like, on the about yeah. us page. It's just it, not your homepage. Right, not on the yes. homepage, right? So <laughs> yeah. I think that's you know a big opportunity that a lot of business mm -hmm. owners struggle is is yes. communication, right? Like how are you communicating your 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 services to your clients in a way that speaks yes. their language, that addresses their pain points, their needs, yep. and then you can yes. tell your story. It's not your website's not about you; it's about yeah. your customers, yeah. right? Um, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to hear that you guys are doing that because it makes me like you know. Think you're Thanks, cooler a yeah, little bit, you know? Like, give you. We actually have a lot in common. So, Can I ask you two a question really quick? What's the deal on. with ex ministers yeah. and music ministers getting into digital marketing? My husband is also it's a guitarist like, and a former youth pastor, music minister. Like three or four <laughs> of our other franchise owners for high were previously in ministry. What's the yeah. deal with that? I, I just. I think it's musicians yeah. looking for That's a creative right. outlet exactly. to make we, money. We couldn't, we can't make money no, off that. We're of for a church. We make money off. We tried. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. We, yeah. 
<laughs> we totally understand. It's so funny that you asked that question actually, because I just had that conversation yesterday. Um, because somebody, yeah, they were we were trying to decide like what kind of verticals we want to focus on over the next 12 months, like what ones we're gonna really kind of hone in on. And mm-hmm. someone was like, Well, what about the church space? And I was like, I was like, there's a plenty of church. There's plenty and plenty of people dialing yeah, in the churches. Yeah. Like it's not that I won't help them out if they come to me, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't see myself being the guy that's marketing right. myself to churches because like you said, every yeah. washed up youth pastor you know also owns a creative agency. Including my all, husband. I mean, I'm not even hating on it. Yeah. I'm just saying, what's, what's the, the deal? deal? <laughs> hey, it's all good. I love it. Yeah. That's funny. From my experience of doing website stuff for the church, inevitably somebody comes in for free or cheaper to help the church, which yeah. are awesome, go for it. But then, yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's the end of that for you. I think that's part of it too, is that like every youth pastor has had to do his own yeah. marketing or graphic design or With, running a camera yeah. or something in the past. So it's a little bit familiar to right. us too, maybe. Yeah. That's fun. You have a podcast. I do. Talk to, talk to us a little bit about that. Tell me what the podcast is called. Tell our listeners, tell us about it. Why should we listen? All that. Well, my podcast is uh, for women entrepreneurs. So sorry, fellas, but it's called uh, Queen's Lead. (laughs) So it's called Queen's Lead. And it's all about, um, you know, this word queen gets thrown around. Hey, queen. Hey, queen. And and it's like has this this idea of someone sitting on this mighty throne and they're just, you know, they're they're ruling over everyone. And so like my intro says, you know, as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say that queen's rule. The queens don't. Queens lead. So, you know, just talking about these women and and a lot of our listeners are are trying to get out of that corporate grind and start their own thing. Many of them are running nonprofits or running their own agencies or businesses or coaching businesses or something, but really just an outlet for women to get together and share, like, how do we get that balance? How do we take care of the kids? How do we be a wife, mom, and a business owner? Um, how do we go from that corporate job to our own thing? What do we need to know? What do we need to look out for? Um, so it's just a support place for women. My my vision is for my husband, Joseph, to have um, have a, a King's. Um, oh, my gosh. I just blanked on it. Uh, oh, my gosh. King's there Serve. Sorry. It's there. It's right there. Ke- Queen's Lead and King's uh. Serve. I, I, that's my idea. I would yeah. love to, because he's very, you know, service oriented as well. So I'd love to have a place for men as well, because I'm a mother of boys and I value men and love them. But I just think there's this women, I wanted to give women Something. a space to tell their stories, get them some exposure for their business as well. Cause a lot of the women on my podcast are just starting out and they need that. They need to kind of tag along to a little bit of the success that I've had in my audience. So I want to give them that space to, to yeah. share. That is cool. Yeah, that's so cool. That's really cool. I think I think mm-hmm. there's definitely like a need in that space as well, right? For a variety of reasons. I think that obviously like there's probably like more like, you know, traditionally there's more mm-hmm. male entrepreneurs out there. Yeah. And so I feel like naturally because we probably have like a larger presence in the in the space, there's not as much really like high quality, really, you know, uh, value-packed content specifically mm-hmm. for female and women entrepreneurs. Yeah. And so I think you're really serving mm-hmm. a great purpose in that yeah. arena because I think that they need a voice and they yeah. need like a resource yeah. just as much as anyone mm-hmm. else does, right? I want them to hear and, a female yeah. voice saying, you can mm-hmm. do this too. It's not just for the middle-aged yeah. white guy. Yeah. It's for you too. That's right. Yeah, And you exactly. don't have to yeah, be limited right. by the fact that you're a mother or, right, yeah. you know, whatever. It's it's for us too. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we got to yeah, see that's, this That's table. really cool. Well, definitely, you guys listening to the show, check out her podcast because that sounds like a lot of fun. I want you to leave us with kind of a couple of different business growth hacks today because I think there's 
there's two big things mm-hmm. that I feel like you really bring to the table, which is a lot of stuff around like just the, you know, mental health and the like that just kind of mental fortitude around like whenever a hard mm-hmm. thing comes your way, like staying focused and like having that drive. But then obviously you bring a lot of, you know, expert advice as mm-hmm. it pertains to marketing. So how about there you give go. us two business growth hacks you got it. in both of those awesome. categories? Can you do that for Absolutely. us? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So the first one on mindset. Um, for anybody out there listening uh, who's ever dealt with anxiety or depression or any kind of mental uh, health issue, which I think we all mm-hmm. have, whether we want to say it or not, or oh, have yeah. the diagnosis or not. We're <laughs> totally. all freaking little balls yes. of anxiety, oh, right? We're all messed up. So right. I have... I have found and identified and recognized in myself that I catastrophize to the grave. Okay. If my father calls me and says, I've got a cold or I have pneumonia, like my brain goes through very, very quickly. Um, all of the things that are, that could possibly happen. And and he's in a grave before it's over. He really is. Like I have thought it all through. And I used to kid myself and think, no, I'm just, I'm preparing for the potential problems. But really, it was just cluttering up my head and making me so, you know, just spiraling down into that negative headspace. So I'm really working with my mindset coach on catastrophizing to the best possible Mm. potential. So, Mm. you know, like, okay, we got this website. We we think we can handle it. Well, we get in and oh, my God. okay, the whole thing's actually hard hard coded. Crap. Oh, my gosh. Are we going to be able to handle this? Well, you know what? Instead of catastrophizing all the crap that could happen say, you know what, like, this is going to be the best opportunity ever. Visualize what's going to happen. That's Mm -hmm. great. Get out of the grave and into the growth in your mindset. So not catastrophizing to the absolute Mm -hmm. worst potential, catastrophize to the best possible potential when something comes up against you. And it's mindset. Um, For the marketing hack, um, I would say... um, Best advice I can give someone who's maybe working on their own assets, working on their own SEO. Um, Like you said, a lot of business owners get caught up in wanting to tell their own story and talk a lot about their business. We need to be answering our end users' questions. If our website answers people's questions then people will find our website. So um, one of the hacks I give people if they're thinking about writing their own blog content or writing new pages on their website is Google your industry, Google a a keyword in your industry, you know, like uh, plumbers near me, and then scroll down to the little people also Mm. ask. When you click in and out of that, Google just keeps giving you more and more and more topics that people are asking as it's related to that query. Answer those questions on your blog. How much yep. is it? How much is it? How much does it ha- cost to snake your snake a drain? Well, you may you don't even necessarily have to ask or answer that question mm-hmm. directly, but you have to talk right. about. You know, it could be a range from one dollar to a thousand dollars. Doesn't matter. That's right. Use that language to answer that question, and people will nice. find your website. That's great hacks. Absolutely great, great, mm-hmm. great advice. Yeah, I was looking through some uh, SEO audits with some clients the other day, and they're looking at keywords, and they're like, "Oh, cool, we rank for that. We rank for that." And I'm like, "Yeah, but look at the search volume." 50 searches, 20 searches, 10 searches, okay. like who cares? Yeah. Like that's not helping yeah. you guys get discovered. Right. Like we need to answer questions. Like I, we were talking to a nonprofit that focused on PTSD and it's like nowhere here are there any rankings where it's mm-hmm. saying what is PTSD and PTSD tip, you know, recovery tips mm-hmm. or therapy service. Like none of that. It's like the most important thing you should rank for, you're not ranking for. Yeah. You're yeah. ranking for target. They were ranking for target wish list. Yeah. It's like, 
kind of crazy that you were ranking for target mm-hmm. wish list. Pretty bizarre. But it's also just like, dude, that's not helping. Mm-hmm. Like that's not actually yeah. of any value to your brand. Yeah. So I think that that's it's really good advice. I really like your your um kind of just like that mental fortitude mm-hmm. advice because there's something that like someone taught me a long time ago, which is like visualization, which is a lot of like kind of what you're talking mm-hmm. about, where like the idea that, okay, if this thing happens, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, like what are kind of those paths that it might go? Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do in a positive light to make sure that it's mm-hmm. not the catastrophe that I thought it was going to be? Yes. Right. And when I started learning that, like kind of just like coping technique or whatever you want to call it, it really, really helped me out with every experience and every conversation I went into. I remember I had this one client who was like, had really high expectations. They were a larger retainer. So every time I talked to them, there was a lot of anxiety <laughs> around like, are they going to fire us? Yes. Are they happy? You know, are they yeah. going to like, you know, are they going to like all these questions come in your head and you're like, they're mad. They wanted to meet today. They're mad. They're going to fire. Today's yeah. the day. Exactly. They're fire yeah. Us. Yeah. And it's like, okay, no, 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 no. Like maybe yeah. they're, maybe it's this thing yes. or maybe it's that thing. And okay, let's say that they are mad. How are we going to address that conversation? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do to solve for that? And when you start to take it like kind of gradually one step at a time and not always assume the worst, there was, I used to work for Apple and one of our like quotes that we used to use was always assume positive intent. Yes. Right. Yes. And like, that's super important to me now is like, not Mm -hmm. everything is a disaster. Not everything is negative. Right. I think we're just hyper scared of, I mean, again, it's one of those business problems. Yeah business owner problems mm-hmm. like ah, yeah i don't yeah. i don't want to lose this revenue mm-hmm. you know it's like okay yeah. cool calm down i think calm what down. a lot of business Stay owners forget in that process of like you get a text can we jump on a call at one o'clock oh yeah, shit well, it's the yeah. first reaction uh, oh, shit. what's yeah. going on what's wrong but I, I think so many of us forget that we're mm-hmm. humans right i mean i'm not going to pretend there's not a 190 pound great dane laying on the floor behind me right. or that you know a yeah. kid might jump in one of y'all's laps at any given time mm-hmm. we are humans our clients right, are yeah. humans. They have lives. They got dogs. They got ringing doorbells with yep. UPS men. They are human, just mm-hmm. like we are. And so giving one yeah. another that grace and that, yeah. like you said, always assume the most positive. And if it's negative, then okay, we deal with that right. when it comes. But right. what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. They fire us? Yeah. Okay, it wasn't a good fit. Yeah. We get a new okay. client. Do I die? That's Do right. I go to jail? Are they going to take my home? Mm-hmm. No, it's just a finite no. project that ended, and I'm still working toward that yeah. infinite purpose. There you go. It's going to be That's okay. Right. And if you have, and if you have those other problems where you, where your problem is making you think about <laughs> jail, or what are you doing? You got bigger problems <laughs> than your client. Exactly. Right. I'm always talking about going to jail. I don't know what I expect. I'm just kind it's of fine. a weirdo. So. <laughs> ready, ready to go to jail. You're ready. I'm You're ready. You've been made for that. No, I was like, I'm not. ready for this. I do not look good in orange. <laughs> I'm not. I look good in orange, but I do not look good in behind bars. Right. Like Mm-mm. not, not for me. Yeah. Hey, I you. really appreciate you taking the time to to talk to our audience. How can people support you? How can people find you, follow you, all of that good stuff? Uh, you can find me at amysingleton.net. All of my links are there. Um, you can get to my podcast on my website, creative website, everything right from there. Um, and they can go and follow me at the real Amy Singleton on Instagram. Um, and we can connect there. Thanks, Amy. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com.